everybody, and welcome to this episode of Cold Talk. I am your host, Cole Martins, and thank you guys for joining me here today. For the latest information on the show, you can follow me on Twitter and on Facebook at Cold Talk. That is at C-O-L-E-D-T-A-L-K. Either you can message me questions or topics like to hear in the show. You can even tweet with me during the events. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Also, don't forget to hit the subscribe and or follow button to get alerts when the newest episodes are released. I want to thank my brother Landon Martins for the amazing artwork on the page. And to see some more of his work, you can visit his Instagram at Mr. Fancy Land. That is at M R F A N C Y L A N. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about AEW Dynamite, a little bit of wrestling today, as this week's episode of Dynamite was a special one. It is the three year anniversary of Dynamite, so it's crazy that this show has been around for three years already. It seems like it's just a couple years, like a year ago, it seems like AEW came to existence. But they have been on our TV now for over three years and given us a lot of great wrestling to watch throughout the years. Uh, but recently, a lot of things have been happening in AEW, and it continued on this night. And when I mean things are continu- happening in AEW, I mean things backstage are happening. As if you were not did not see this week, Andrade and Sammy Guevara were going at each other on Twitter as Guevara complained that Andrade it was hitting him too hard. Andrade pretty much called him out on it, saying that I did this in WWE, I've been doing this in AEW, no one's ever complained besides you about getting hit hard. Uh, this led to these two somehow, I don't know how, in what way, running into each other backstage on Wednesday night before the show, it sounds like, and Sammy Guevara ended up, it sounds like, punching Andrade. These two pretty much got in a little bit of a fight, uh, and then what ended up happening was Andrade was sent home, so I don't know if that's interfering with anything that he has to do, because I know he's supposed to fight 10 at some point on Friday, I believe that show is live, so I don't think that should hurt him at all, if I'm correct. But somehow, Sandy Guevara was able to stay on the show, which makes zero sense to me how that works out when he threw the first punch. Uh, two, why would you not have security separate these two and begin, the sh- begin with when these two got here? Because you know these two had some heat with each other. And again, it's the second time in under a month that AEW has had issues backstage, or multiple times, I think, because uh, uh, we had uh, The Elite and CM Punk after the all-out pay-per-view, after all the comments that um, Punk had uh, leading to that whole thing. We have Eddie Kingston, who had an issue with Sammy Guevara as well. So Sammy Guevara not gaining popularity backstage. A lot of people are not happy with him right now to begin with anyways. And we found that out during his match tonight because he was in the main event as we had Brian Danielson and Daniel Garcia taking on Chris Jericho and Guevara. As soon as Guevara came out, he was crowded with boos that were absolutely insane. Uh, there's a lot of other things being said that I would say out here, but a lot of swear words were said to him as well. Uh, but overall, this match was a good match. Uh, great main event. As Daniel Garcia, again, had a chance to prove himself as a good wrestler, as all three men were able to share the ring together and put on a good match. Uh, Daniel Bryson, of course, the uh, great wrestler he is, uh, he took the fight to Chris Jericho and Sabre Guevara in this one, as it was a great back-and-forth match, uh, great action throughout it. Uh, but this match ended in a very, very weird way, in my opinion, as we ended up seeing Garcia uh, taken out by Guevara, who was able to, pick, able to pick up the pinfall victory. And again, the guy just got in a fight earlier in the night and picked up a pinfall victory, as the other guy who he punched got sent home. Uh, makes, again, very little sense to me at all. Uh, again, I feel like the wrong team won this one. Yes, uh, it helps Jericho because he is the Ring of Honor champion right now. And uh, we did have Daniel Garcia, who is the 
Ring of Honor Pure Champion, and he just got pinned by Guevara. So now that almost sets up Guevara to take on Garcia at some point for that championship. Which again, this guy has a lot of heat on him, and he's getting promoted still, which makes no sense whatsoever. That's why after everything that happened, I figured they'd give Garcia the opportunity to pin Guevara. Uh, I can't even say his name now. I've been saying this so Guevara. Uh, but, again, I guess it makes no sense uh, what happened there. But, again, the Jericho Appreciation Society picks up a big one in this one as Jericho and uh, Sammy Guevara pick up the win in this one. Uh, again, a disappointing loss for Garcia because, again, he looked great in the ring. A chance to prove himself. He did prove himself. Uh, Daniel Bryanson was great, like he usually is. It's Daniel Bryanson. Uh, of course, he's always good. And Jericho, just being Jericho, he is proving once again that he even at his age he can still hang out with the best in the company overall great main event on the night for AEW and uh over, I grant building up some rivalries here in the future looks like we know we're gonna get Daniel Bryanson versus Chris Jericho for that Ring of Honor championship at some point and uh Guevara and Garcia will be meeting uh, probably at some point now soon for that Ring of Honor pure championship which again a lot of people are not going to be happy about that one up next, we had Wheeler Yuta taking on MJF. This match began the night after three weeks of these three go these two going at each other. Uh, these the rivalry between these two will now collide as the, in the opening contest on the night. Uh, both these guys uh, went at each other pretty good. Uh, sometimes having a little bit of slower wrestling, but these guys uh, put on a good show, going back and forth with each other in this one. Uh, later in the match, Yuta tried going for the seatbelt. MJF would counter that with a salt in the armbar. Uh, he ended up uh, flipping him upside down at one point, getting a great uh, wrench on him, which ended up causing Wheeler Yuta to tap out in this one, giving MJF the win. Again, uh, no doubt in this one that MJF was going to win this one. MJF, a major star. He has probably going to be winning the AEW Championship here sooner rather than later, especially since he's got the casino chip. So we'll see what that leads to. Uh, but after the match, there's more things happening. Lee uh, jumped Yuta. Uh, Breaking up the attempt to show respect as Yuta and uh, was trying to shake MJF's hand. MJF actually looked like he was going to shake his hand before the attack. Where Amigo would come to the ring with Brax Knox to break it up. Uh, pretty much uh, making uh, MJF walk away. Uh, he would seem very unpleased. Overall, good, again, great match. Uh, great overall thing that happened here. Uh, but it was weird because it seemed like we had a little face tease for MJF. Which kind of makes no sense because he just joined that group. Uh, so, yet again, uh, I don't know what the plans are for MJF. It seems kind of weird in my opinion. Again, AEW Creative can be very, very weird at times. Uh, they Yes, the matches are always great. I'm, I can almost never complain about the matches. They always put on good action. But we also are in here for the storytelling as well. And sometimes the storytelling in AEW is uh, so-and-so, it seems like, at times. Especially lately. Uh, but overall, excellent match by these two. They put uh, did a great job opening the match. So the beginning and end of the anniversary show of AEW Dynamite were perfect, in my opinion. Next big match we got to talk about is the TNT Championship was on the line as the champion Wardlow took on Brian Cage. Uh, this one, it was interesting Brian Cage back because he's been off TV for so long, it seems like. Uh, so it was great to see him back on TV. And again, uh, battle between two big men. Do big men slap and meet pretty much, as uh, Biggie likes to mention. Uh, but then it gives uh, Brian Cage some offense in this one, uh, making him look strong for a little while. But of course, once Rolando took advantage, he's going to use his physical power to beat up uh, Brian Cage, exactly what he did. And that is how he was able to retain his championship as he would unload the powerbomb sympathy on his opponent. 
three times before taking the pinfall victory. After the match, uh, Cage's Ring of Honor teammates, the Gates of Agony, uh, hit the ring and were beaten down Victor. This would have Samoa Joe and also FTR who have been off TV for God knows how long it seems like uh, come out and try to save uh, Wardlow, uh, chasing the heels off to close out the segment. Again, Cage not being on TV for quite a while. It's been weird that he's not been because he is obviously good. He showed it uh, in this match and this one, so hopefully he'll get some more TV time soon. And also, uh, the post-match was okay, and AEW again booking weird because MTR, one of the best tag teams in all of wrestling, is barely used, a very popular tag team also. Uh, so hopefully this leads to some more things for them, but again, it looks like they're going to be in another trip, uh, six-man uh, six tag team match. Which, again, our trio tag team match, I guess you call it an AEW. Uh, but again, why are these guys not in tag team matches more? Like, just two-on-two -two tag team matches more often. It seems it's weird they're always partnered with somebody. And why are these guys not going for the tag team championships? That's the other key thing. Uh, they should be, they have every other tag team championship around the world besides WWE and AEW tag team championships. So, again, it, it blows my mind that they're not going for those AEW tag team titles yet. But hope, well, yeah, we'll have to see what the future holds for that one as well. We'll speak about the tag team champions here in a little bit as well. But first, we're going to talk about Hangman Adam Page as he would take on Roosh uh, as the former Ring of Honor champion uh, took the fight to Page to begin this match as both of them went back and forth as they were fighting outside the ring for a little while. Uh, but then Page was able to take control at one point as he would try to go for the buckshot lariat, but took a, uh, was distracted by Jose outside the ring, which Roosh would be able to counter with a headbutt. Uh, jumping knee in the straight jacket pile driver, but then again Paige would get take advantage once again surviving that deliver the buckshot lariat and get the victory in this one But more happened after this match as well Which led to some interesting things as private party would tease to attack Adam hangman page uh, But out of nowhere the AEW world champion John Moxie came out and scared a private party away and then had a message to talk to uh, with Adam Page. As pretty much he talked, cut a promo of the page regarding their match AEW for the AD, for the AEW title, excuse me, on a special Tuesday edition of Dynamite on October 18th. Of course, many people are talking about how that's going to be with NXT, which again, you know, Dick AEW would win that one. Uh, but again, I guess we'll wait and see what the ratings are for that one. Uh, well, aiding Adam Heyman Page would respond with, if you've been waiting so long for this fight, uh, why the hell are you going away right now? Uh, so pretty much Moxie sat there, laughed, picked up the mic again, walked around for a little while for about a minute, let the crowd build it up a little bit, and pretty much warned him to keep uh, about his mouth is getting him in trouble, and then left through the crowd again. Uh, so again, building up this match, uh, great job by both these two, uh, elevating that match here in a couple weeks. Uh, should be interesting as well. You know they're going to put on a hell of a match either way, uh, but again, making things a little bit bigger for that title match here in about two weeks. Uh, next match we'll talk about is Darby Allen taking on Jay Lethal. Uh, Allen and Lethal put on a pretty good singles match in this one, both of them trying to use their speed and agility. At one point, Lethal tried taking out Allen's, uh, Darby Allen's ability by taking out his knee at one point, but Allen would continue to fight back in this one, and he would end up hitting winning this match at the end of it with the Last Supper. Uh... Got a pretty good match overall. Both these guys went back and forth with each other. Uh, but overall, Darby Allen was going to be the obvious winner in this one. Jay Lethal, good wrestler, don't get me wrong. Uh, good star, but not over as much as Darby Allen. Uh, but overall, good match by these two. And Darby Allen picking up a win in this one.
Next, we had a trios match as Tony Storm, Athena, and Willow Nightingale took on Jamie, Jamie Hayter, Sareeb Deeb, and Penelope Ford. Uh, this one, pretty much the start of this match, Deeb, again, I thought, I, honestly, I, in all opinion, Deeb is probably one of the best women's wrestlers in AEW. And the fact she does she get more title shots is incredible to me. I think she deserves to hold the title here sooner rather than later. She's been doing great stuff in the ring, in my opinion. Uh, but in this one, a uh, hot take to Nightingale, spark the baby face comeback for the young superstar, taking out Deeb. Uh, Ford cut things off the cutter for a two count. But Nightingale answered with a Dr. Bomb to pick up the victory. So surprising, Nightingale was able to pick up the win in this one. As she is at a, ended up pitting probably the right person that went forward. Because uh, the other two, I think, are, have too much to take a pit at this point. But after, uh, should also mention, uh, Soraya and uh, Britt Baker were at ringside. They would go face-to-face and throw, start throwing punches in the ring at one point. Starting a big brawl. Before we the rebel would hit a super kick, and this is the first time Soraya has gotten physical in a wrestling show for the first since 2017, which seems like a crazy number. Five years ago was the last time we seen if you want to say our page or Soraya in action in a, a ring. But overall, all right match, nothing too crazy. It was obvious that Deeb and Hater were the most over people in the crowd, as they were the ones getting the cheers throughout it, uh, showing once again that. The women's division not built as strong as AEW hopes it would be. Um, again, a lot of things to kink out with this division. I think they need more attention. They need a lot more things to get this women's division going. Uh, but again, they don't really have too many big stars. Uh, Soraya Baker were also over as well in this one. But again, uh, great to see Nightingale pick up a win. A young star in AEW pick up a win. Uh, she was all right in the ring. I would say she's great. She's still got some things to prove on. But there's still some things that need to get figured out in the AEW women's division, in my opinion. Uh, now we go to uh, one of the, the cool segments of the night, I would say, which we celebrate National Scissoring Day as AEW World Tag Team Champions they claim and Billy Gunn hit the ring to celebrate the special day. It was a fun promo for both these guys. Uh, this is showing some charisma as a young champion, showing why they're... Uh, how they became these breakout stars in the company, talking about what it means to be of this. Uh, at one point, they even mentioned we're going to do the first bipartisan scissor to unite the country. Uh, this was said by Castro before uh, Strickland's music would interrupt them. Uh, Strickland, of course, won part of the Tag Team Championships with Keith Lee. Uh, as he did this perfectly <laughs> as they were doing this talk. Uh, but pretty much they talked about how he's going to challenge uh, Gunn to a match here. And I believe they said that's going to be happening next week, or I believe, but again, I might be wrong in that one. Well, then uh, this was again a good, just a good segment, good fun segment. Talk about pretty much what it means for them to be the tag team championships, what it means to have the support from the crowd, and how much fun they're having doing this. Uh, but overall, it was a very positive uh, promo by them and Anthony uh, Bowens and Max Caster. Great job by both of them in this one. Billy Gunn as well as now they get ready to. Continue growing here as a tag team and see see how far they can go with these AEW Tag Team Championships. And again, hopefully at some point we see these two taking out FTR because that would be an absolutely incredible tag team match. Uh, next we had a, and I'll actually we'll wrap up the show with this one, which was a squash match that was before the main event. And that was Luchasaurus taking out Fit Ghoul Del Sol. Uh, Luchasaurus pretty much just beat the living crap out of him in this match. As is was pretty much the main thing that was happened was happened after the match as Jungle Boy Jack Perry hit through the ring with a steel chair and chasing the big man off. Uh, from there, he issued a challenge for a match giving Luchasaurus and Christian Cage the opportunity to pick the time and place. Cage, being the master manipulator that he is, 
T's doing it, but uh, doing it right then. But up uh, for next week's show, which is, of course, in Toronto, which is home territory for Christian Cage. Uh, again, another, this segment seems that like it's been quiet since All Out. So now that's popping up out of nowhere here once again. Kind of maybe lost a little steam on this one. Uh, but overall, this things can maybe heat things up here next week in Toronto. See what this can lead to. Again, this is going to lead to probably a match between uh, Luchasaurus and uh, Jungle Boy. So we'll have to see what that will lead to. But overall, I think that will be... Uh, an absolutely incredible match here. But we will see what that everything will happen to this. But again, I we'll, we'll see what I mean, overall we'll see what happens between these three men here coming up in the next couple of weeks. Like starts next week's match as well. But again, we'll again we'll see what happens overall. But again, that is all of this we have to talk about in this show here today. Thank you guys for joining me. Don't forget for the latest information. Actually, let's talk about the show first. Actually, overall, good show overall for AEW Dynamite. Uh, great matches throughout it. Uh, everything worked out pretty well. Uh, again, a great main event of the night, even though that was overshadowed. Again, the issue with the show was that everything was overshadowed with what happened before with Guevara and Andrade. Uh, again, hopefully Andrade gets things figured out and worked out. If not, I would surprise at some point if he asked for his release and could be going back to WWE, which is another thing that was talked about between Guevara. Talking about how he should go back to WWE if he's going to complain about things. Again, uh, we'll have to see and see how everything gets planned out here. But again, uh, overall good show. Willard and Man JL put on a hell of a match. Uh, that was good. Again, the tag team match was good as well at the main event. Uh, Warlow, again, looking very strong as he was able to pretty much put another dominant win against Brandon Cage. Who Cage, again, got a good uh, little bit of momentum after being off TV for so long. And then we had also Hang On Bad Page get his match and get a victory. And also he was able to get a little bit of a promo for his match now coming up again in a couple weeks against John Moxley. And then, of course, we had our good old National Scissoring Day, a very awesome segment uh, that had a good opportunity to kind of bring some more stuff for in for him. Uh, them get build them up a little bit more get a little bit of love from the crowd as well so overall uh very good uh showing on that one but again uh this time <laughs> this is all i do have to talk about for aew dynamite and their third anniversary again congratulations to them on three years as a show uh get for the latest information on the show you can follow me on twitter and on facebook at cold talk that is at c-o-l-e-d-t-a-l-k down there, you can message me questions or topics like to hear on the show. You can even tweet with me during the events. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Also, don't forget to hit the subscribe and or follow button to get alerts when the newest episodes are released. Uh, again, uh, I had an NXT episode go out here on Thursday, so keep a look, take a look for that episode. Uh, these usually air on Wednesdays, but I got pushed back. Uh, but again, keep an eye on that. Look for that NXT episode. Also, I'll be doing a preview for the WWE Extreme Rules Premium Live event on Friday. Talk about each of the matches and my predictions for those ones. Saturday, we will look at SmackDown and what happened on that show. Sunday, we'll go over what happened at the Extreme Rules Premium Live event. Uh, go over the results of that one and how they worked out. We'll also be talking about Monday Night Raw on Tuesday. And also keep an eye on my sports podcast on Tuesday and also on Wednesday. I'll be going through every NFL game for that coming week and talk about those games and my prediction for those games as well. So keep an eye on all those shows when they will be coming out. Uh, again, thank you guys for tuning with me here today. Thank you guys for listening. And you all, all have a great day.